0: Hey guys, welcome to episode number seven, The Narcissistic One. I'm Sophie.
1: And I am Haley. Today we'll be talking about a narcissist, which is actually a personality disorder. It's one of several types of personality disorders. It is a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance, a deep need for excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others.
0: Some signs that... Either you could be a narcissist or you've dealt with a narcissist and what to look for is somebody who needs constant praise and admiration. Somebody who has a sense of entitlement and has to feel entitled in any type of situation. Somebody who exploits others without guilt or shame. And somebody who frequently demeans, intimidates, bullies, or belittles others.
1: So I have definitely in my life dealt with a narcissist. Like, multiple people. Yeah, me as well. So... You know, one of the closest people that I've considered a narcissist is my mom. And we talked about that one about two. No, episode three. And um, it was really hard because I always felt like she was entitled to something more than what anybody else was. So she talked bad about people. You know, she talked bad about um, like close people in my life and everything like that. Who was a narcissist in your life? Uh, Definitely my ex, um,
0: my son, my youngest son's dad. He was a really big narcissist. Um, Throughout our entire relationship, he would say things to try and belittle me and hurt me. Uh, He always had to feel entitled. And if you weren't praising him and giving him the type of attention that you were not getting, uh,
1: he would get very mad and
0: then take it back out on you.
1: So I I feel like I was more um, belittled and bullied like through messages and through text messages. It was never in front of people. It was always behind the scenes.
0: And that's how I feel like it was with me, too. We would go out in public and everyone would be like, oh, my goodness, like, you guys are so happy. And then we'd get home and it was a completely different scene. For me, it was verbal. It was very upfront and in my face. I mean, obviously, it was over messages, too, but never in front of anybody else. No one in public. Like, it was just uh, between him and I type of thing. So... The way that he treated others, too, is never good, and I think that's something that people don't realize, like, they may be treating you like that, but you have to realize that they're also treating other people like that, whether you
1: think that way or not. Close, friends, family, it doesn't matter, and the other thing, too, that people need to realize is a narcissist can be anyone in your life, moms, dads, sister, aunt, uncle, cousin, friends. I mean, it doesn't matter who it is. It can still happen. Right. And so for me, I realized that I
0: wasn't the only person he was being a narcissist to. He was very narcissistic to his mom, specifically from what I remember. Uh, He would not text her. He would lie to her. He would say things to try and manipulate her to think one way about me or think one way about a situation. And I didn't realize that that was part of being a narcissist. I thought that was just part of being an asshole. But I mean, obviously that plays into it, but that's a lot of things that a lot of people don't realize is those small things go into the personality disorder of being a narcissist. And I think the hardest thing about seeing all those things is trying to not fall into it because you may think that they could be different or something along those lines. But when they're having all those different types of things adding up, that's definitely a sign or a red flag of them possibly being a narcissist.
1: Well, and and that goes on with, you know, abusive relationships and all of that, which we know from your other episode that he was very abusive to you. And, um, you know, we forget, too, that there is signs, you know, of a narcissist and that we need to put those head on. So dealing with a narcissist is really difficult. So one of the things um, when you're dealing with them is your needs won't be fulfilled or even recognized, which is kind of what you're talking about now. Um, And it's just important to remember that narcissists aren't looking for partners. They're actually looking for, you know, admirers, people that are going to like keep feeding their ego and give them everything
0: that they ask for, because you a lot of people who fall into The hands of narcissists are people who have a really big heart or easy to get control over because typically it's people pleasers, right? right? They're
1: going to be nice in front of people. But
0: it's usually the ones who are very loving, have a big heart and want to help people. And those are the people who have to deal with the narcissist most frequently because they're easy to control, which is hard.
1: So you also should look at the way that the narcissists are treating others. I mean, that's a huge sign. Um, you know, if you've heard like, oh, there's red flags, you know, with their friends or their friends have said things to you. you Take know, those that, all
0: into consideration yeah. because I, I did not. Um, a will, lot of his friends are like, okay, well, Sophie, just so you know, like there's this, 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 and this. I'm like, oh, well, he won't do that to me. Maybe it'll be different with me. But Over time, it all just happened the way that they said it was going to happen. Well, the
1: narcissist, they will lie. They will manipulate and they will hurt people and disrespect others just to get their ego rise or just to make you fall even harder into
0: their hole to get you more controlled so they can keep being a narcissist.
1: So the biggest thing is take off the rose colored glasses, which means it's important to see that the narcissist in your life and who they really are. So take off the glasses that you're wearing and be like, take a step back. If I wasn't dating this person, would I want to be their friend?
0: Yeah. And the biggest thing for me was trying to see who he actually was and not who I wanted him to be. So the person that I obviously wanted him to be was the person that I had met and the person I had fell in love with, but not the person he actually was. And like, I really had to learn how to stop making excuses for his bad behavior and how he kept acting because the reality is that narcissists are very resistant to change. So the question you have to ask yourself is whether you can keep living like this forever or if you're going to take
1: the healthy option and find a way out well and they're just looking to control you right if they don't have control they have zero power over you they have nothing to build their ego anymore so it's not going to fulfill them and they will leave correct so I think the the hardest thing is focusing on your own dreams when you are in this relationship or you know when you're trying to get out you know instead of losing yourself in the narcissistic delusional ways focus on things that you need to do for yourself Which for me, that was really hard. Like it took me, well, three
0: years to get to a point where I feel completely okay with following my dreams after leaving that relationship. Um, But in this three years after I finally got out, you learn these healthy boundaries. And that's something that I wish I would have learned in this relationship is setting these healthy boundaries with him. Um, And it's really just on mutual respect and caring.
1: Yes, definitely. And I think um, one of the biggest things for me is recently I've had to set healthy boundaries with people I never would have thought I had to set those boundaries with. And first, you know, you consider taking a more of a gentle reproach to it and going, okay, well, you know, this person is my mom or this person is, you know, whoever it is. And you take a step back and you think, okay, how can I... Put this out here softly to the narcissist because we have to remember it is a mental disorder that they have. It isn't going to be like dealing with a typical person. So set boundaries that you're willing to keep because if you're not keeping the boundaries. They're just going to keep pushing and
0: pushing and then they'll know that they have even more control over you. If you're setting a boundary and they see that they can break it so easily. They're going to keep doing that and put apply more pressure per boundary that you are setting if you're not going to keep it.
1: So, when you do put these boundaries forward, the narcissist necess- or mostly will feel threatened and upset about your attempts to control their life or how you, how they're doing their life and they won't have that control over you anymore. And that ego will not be boosted.
0: Right. So you should really just prepare for other changes in the in the relationship when you're setting these boundaries and when they're going to keep pushing you. They're going to feel upset and they're going to want to take control, more control than they already have. So you really have to be prepared for other types of changes that you're not used to.
1: And if you set up a plan to set these boundaries and they kind of went south for you, you know, they're not going well, you might need to start coming up a a plan with how to distance yourselves from them. And remember that a lot of these times when you start distancing they will push other families uh, other family members against you so or friends or exactly. whoever's in your
0: group and i think one thing for me that i really had to learn was to not take things personally i used to take everything personally and was like well why why me why is he saying these things to me is, am i really being like that or do i really look like that or whatever it was i was taking it personally but after a while you realize that they're just saying that to hurt you.
1: Well, in narcissists, they don't live in reality. So nope. when when you say you know don't th- take things personally, it means stop taking in the version that they're telling you you are. Right. You are not. Um, you are not dumb. You are not ugly. You are not all these things. This is all part of the disorder, and this is what we're trying to get out to people: is it's not necessarily. <clears throat> A real person talking right. to you. I mean, it is, but... It's just their disorder creating these...
0: Whatever you want to call it, yeah. for, like, for them to say. like It's not actually their mind thinking it. It's their disorder thinking for them. Right. And one thing that I, I really need to emphasize, if you're dealing with a narcissist, do not argue with them. You will seriously get nowhere. You'll get further backwards if you're going to argue with them because they will immediately feel attacked and their natural instinct... Well, our natural instinct is to defend ourselves, right? I mean, it's it's what you do when you feel like you're being verbally attacked or whatever it is. Like, you're going to want to defend yourself and prove them wrong. But no matter how rational you are or how you're sounding in this argument, they are very unlikely to hear you. And they will take everything you say. If you miss say something like incorrectly, they'll they'll take it
1: as an attack on themselves and they'll turn it all back
0: on you. It'll be your fault no matter what. Yeah. So it's best to just not waste your breath and just tell the narcissist you disagree and then move on. They might probably still get mad that you say that you disagree, but just remove yourself from the situation.
1: So this is one of the things that I've learned dealing with a narcissist is just know who you are. Be who you want to be. I know we've all grown up and we've been like, you know, we want to be this person. We want to be happy. We want to be living our lives. Or whatever it is in your life that you want to do. But just defending yourself and putting yourself in that situation for longer is going to make your mental health worse because you're dealing with someone that it's not going to go anywhere. It's not changing anything. So we really need to let go of the need for approval from that narcissist. And I will tell you what, that is one of the hardest things that I've had to deal with, you know, especially with my mom. So letting go of that approval that you need from them. And that can be hard when it is your parents or a close family member. You know, it might not be as hard if it's a friend or, you know, something that you haven't had in your life right. all this time. So another thing that you
0: should do is look for support. Learn what a healthy relationship looks like and feels like, whether it's an intimate relationship or a relationship with your parent or family or whoever. If you come from a six narcissistic family, it's going to be a little bit harder to try and figure out what a healthy relationship looks
1: like because you're not used to it. Well, and I think there's signs along the way when you're dealing with a narcissist, you know, when I was dealing with my mom and stuff like that, it was so one of the biggest things for me. And, you know, after we got in that argument that did not turn out like it did, you know, she walked out the door and she left and she sent me a box full of my baby pictures and pictures from my wedding that she had hung up in her house. She had sent me... um so I had got her some stuff once I was pregnant, like a a board, and it said, like, oh, congratulations being a grandma. And I got her some little gifts when we had found out that we were pregnant. Well, she, like, gave them to my sister and had my sister drop them off here. That was that. my big sign. Yeah. That was my big sign of, oh, my God, I let go of this relationship, and damn, I needed to. Right. Like, you know, just looking <clears throat> out that it wasn't worth it all this time. So...
0: No. And you should really like throughout that time, you should have been spending time with people who give you an honest reflection of who you are to try and weed out those people as well. Like it's, it's hard to find those people, but when you do, you'll know the difference for sure. You won't have that negative energy.
1: Well, put your energy towards people that actually care and that are important. And and you'll know, you know, as we, gr- we grew up, I'm sure you've had this too, where you've had people in your life put a foot forward, you know, they want to get to know you. They want to be part of your life. And guess what? If the people want to be a part of your life, they will make it make a point it, too. Yeah. So if someone isn't, then it's, maybe take a step back. Stop texting yeah. them. See if you hear from them. I've done that many times. Me too. You know? Um, the other thing is, you know, make new friendships um, and make sure you're kind of outside the narcissist orbit. So that kind of means, you know, your family members are also hearing from the narcissist and they're hearing things that may not be true about you or, you know, getting you down on your self-worth and all that. Um But you can also look for meaning and purpose in work or volunteering or hobbies. You know, get out there, do other things that make you happy and that can fulfill your life in a different meaning.
0: Like for me, for finding my meaning and purpose in work, and this actually took me a while to find. Now I have a job that I get praised daily. I get so much, so many compliments and I get admired for the work that I do. And that's like a healthy relationship. And that's something that you need to find, especially when you're getting ready to leave a narcissist or
1: continue your journey from the previous narcissist. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, what we should really hit on pretty hard is how to leave a narcissist I think yeah
0: I agree so one of the first things that you really should do is educate yourself about the narcissistic personality disorder if you don't know about it it's gonna be a lot harder for you to leave like for us we just learned that this was a personality disorder and we So we struggled getting out of that. Well, you always
1: hear people, you know, out there talking, oh, they're a narcissist. That's, you know, and that's all you hear. You never actually hear, oh, this is a mental disorder. Right. What is the meaning of this disorder and how does it control someone's life? Right, and I feel like a lot of people just kind of,
0: stick narcissistic with like somebody who is manipulative or somebody who likes to guilt trip others or, you know, and you just kind of smush it into that category and you never really take a step back to realize that it is an actual mental disorder because you've never researched it. So the more you know about this mental disorder and this personality disorder, it's going to be a lot easier for you to figure out how to leave in a healthy approach and a healthy manner to get yourself out safely and for you to be able
1: to mentally handle it as well. So one of the other things in taking that process and taking a step and putting those boundaries up and walking away from the narcissist is writing down the reasons why you're leaving. Write down some pros, write down some cons. What are you taking away from that relationship? What are you giving to that relationship? Go through all of these. It's going to be hard, but take some time for yourself and... Write down why you would want to leave this person. Go through it many times. Make sure you're making the right decision for you because ultimately this is for yourself. And
0: through this, you should really make sure you have all your ducks in a line before you leave. Make sure you have, if you're in a relationship with this person, um, for me, make sure that You have your bank account set up correctly. So me and my ex, we had a joint bank account, and I had to get out of that and get my own bank account. You need to have all your ducks in a line before you get out. And then you need to seek support. So obviously during your time together, or if it was with a parent during that time, then the narcissistic person may have damaged your relationships with your other family or your friends and limited your social life. But whatever your circumstance is, you're not alone. Even if you can't reach out to old friends, you can find help from support groups or domestic violence, helplines and or shelters in your area.
1: And I know people with me like in my situation, there's people that deal with narcissists all the time. And, you know, you may not think that you can open up that friendship again after being with a narcissist, but chances are they probably saw things right. way sooner than you did. So you may feel, feel like, oh, I can't go back to this person or this friend that I kind of pushed to the side because I had this boyfriend or or whatever it was. Reach out to them. You never know. Because they may have saw that and they may be just waiting for you to realize it yourself. And honestly, the
0: worst that they could say is, no, I
1: can't help you. OK,
0: then that's fine. You know that they are not the person that could help you. So move on to the next person
1: or support line that you yeah. can find. Um, the other big thing is don't make empty threats. Yeah. So it's a better tactic to accept that the narcissist won't change. When you're ready, just simply leave them. So, you know, making threats or will will over forewarn the nar- narcissist and enable them to make it more difficult for you to get away.
0: And they'll create all these different tactics to try and overpower you to stay. And if you're in immediate, if you if you need immediate help, you need to call nine one one or call somebody to get you out of that situation if yeah. you're getting physically threatened
1: and or abused. So. Um, One of the things that people don't talk about all the time is after you leave the narcissist, what does this feel like? I know for me, it was like, holy crap. Like I felt like something hit me. I also felt like I had weight lifted off my shoulders like, oh, my God, I don't have to deal with this person. But I had to deal with a lot of backlash, too. I had people coming to me and saying to me, well, that's your mom. You know that, you know, things will work out later And and to me, it just wasn't like that because I had tried so many times right. over and over. For me, it was really, really
0: hard. So I, I was with him for quite some time, and obviously, we had a connection. We had a child together, and I loved him. So the year after we had broke up, it was really hard. Like I, which I had hit on in episode three, I lost a lot of weight. I didn't eat. I was crying a lot. I was grieving extremely hard that this relationship was done and it was really painful and I felt very sad angry confused and you know I felt like I was grieving the loss of the dreams that I had put forward for us when we were together right
1: I think you know for me as time went on it got a little bit easier for me you know I had stopped and I was like you know it I'm upset about it because I always wanted my mom in my life and especially in my kids' lives. But I took it really hard and there is still days that I'm like, wow, I'm really kind of getting down on it. And I'm thinking about that. And, you know, it'd be really nice if she could have came and joined us at a farm and hung out with me and the girls or whatever. But I think in the long run, you know, you can sit down again and say, "Okay, what are the pros and cons since I... I decided to put these walls up and I will guarantee you the pros list is probably way longer. And whether it takes you a year or two years, three years,
0: six months, whatever your timeline is to feel like that weight is lifted off your shoulders. When you get to that point, you're going to feel so much better, even if it feels like it's never ending.
1: And it's going to feel so much more worth it. Like right now, I feel like my mental health has gotten way better since having that out. Same. Three years later, three years later, Mm -hmm. I'm at the
0: point that I am so much happier. I feel so much more calm and at peace with myself and my mindset and mental health is the best it's ever been. And that's three years after the fact. So Mm -hmm. I I was going through that point where it felt like it was never ending. But yeah, I wouldn't regret it. Like I don't regret it now.
1: So after you leave, you should really cut off all contact with the narcissist. Um, The more contact you have with them, the more hope you'll give them that you know, they can reel you back into their controlling ways. So block their calls, block their texts, their emails, disconnect them from social media. That's one of the biggest things. You know, I have people in my life right now that'll like take stuff off of my social media and, and Sunday, print the picture yeah. or send it. And they'll like put it up for people to see. And you're like, dude, you yeah. haven't seen me and my kids for how long? Right. Um <clears throat>
0: And so go ahead. Like to the to the narcissist, once it sinks in that you're no longer feeding their ego, they're gonna move on to to find somebody else to be a narciss narcissist too. Yeah. Boy, that is a hard word, guys. <laughs> anyway, like they're not gonna feel that loss or guilt. Well, they might text you to try and get you back to make you feel like they miss you or make you feel bad. but That's just another part of being a narcissist. So for me, um. A year, a year and a half after me and my son's dad broke up, he started dating another girl. And now he's doing the same exact thing to her that
1: he was doing to me. Yeah. So it's... It's, it's a so, big cycle. They keep yeah. you in the cycles. And, um, you know, hopefully if you're dealing with someone like this and you think you're ready that you can disconnect from that. Um, one of the other things we really want to hit on is just allowing yourself to grieve. And... Um, ending these toxic relationships can leave you feeling very sad, angry, confused, and grieving the loss of shared dreams and commitments with that person. You know, whether it's a relationship with someone like you, Sophie, or, you know, mom, dad, or anybody. Um, But the healing can really take a lot of time. So just go easy on yourself, turn to family and friends for support. Or if you need more support, reach out to people in your community because there is people out there.
0: Yeah, and you have to realize that this is no reflection on you, but rather an illustration of how it is very one
1: sided in their relationships. Well, and they won't feel the loss or guilt. Um, it's it's never ending need for praise and admiration for them. Um, so yeah, it's it's really hard when you're dealing with someone like this. And if you feel that you may be having, you may you know may, you may have listened to this episode and went, oh, maybe I have some of those personality disorders of being a narcissist. The traits, right. So there's a lot of things that go into being a
0: narcissist like we've covered, but if you feel like you may have a couple of these things that we said, maybe go check with your doctor or talk to a therapist and be like, hey, I feel like I'm doing this, 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 and that. Like, may I possibly be a narcissist? And if they come to the conclusion that you are be thankful that you reached out when you did and continue with that help so you can diffuse
1: that situation well and give yourself time to get relationships correct and and all this stuff because truly for me if a friend reaches out and is truly genuine and is like you know what I have this and I and I blew you off so many times and you know i'm just dealing with things right now i am so much more apt to be like you know what yeah let's let's go get coffee let's talk about this you know so it's not a lost cause if you have something like this or a disorder like this go out get help and guess what we live in an age of social media like i actually use tiktok for a lot of my healing oh uh, we love tiktok yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know but people have such great tips to go off of there so yeah I think that's it for this though. Yeah, I agree. So just try and figure
0: out if you have found a narcissist in your life and try and get out of it because it's It's not not
1: worth it. It's not worth it at all. All right, guys, we will talk to you later. Bye.